my bike doesn't have any power until like 8,000 RPM or so. Yeah, you'll be you'll be beating out Corvettes and Ferraris with a 3.30 60. Oh, I always it, accelerate fast. It's not good for my God complex. When I get, <laughs> when I get on it, there, yeah. it, it's got some compensation, let's just say. Okay. <laughs> some people get big trucks, other people get fast bikes. They're stupid. Yeah. It's time go to time. Down. Well, I thought we had something. Just past halfway in, right? Eight episodes? Uh, yep, eight episodes. Careful there. Uh, eight episodes, and we just watched episode five The Pirate. Chapter 21. That was interesting. Were you interested on this? I like pirates. You you about yeah. the pirates? I liked I like how they uh, had um I forgot his it, name. It was a legit pirate ship as well. The way yeah. they were they were steering it uh-huh. around. Yeah, I saw that you, with the big old like <laughs> yeah. Is it steering a boat, a pirate ship? I mean, I guess. sailing it. I don't know. Yeah. The, whatever the fucking giant and the captain went down with his ship. He did. <laughs> and he was like I a space that. Blackbeard. <laughs> I have it in my notes here. Uh, oh, Gorian Shard. That was his name. The space Blackbeard pirate guy. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the earlier episodes, and then again just shows up and was like, I'm a pirate. And you, you're the bounty. Use the booty. Who's going to take it? Yeah. I, I thought it was. A bit different. This one, because there was no, like, development for Grogu and Mandalorian, like, story-wise. There was a little bit. To to an extent. There, yeah. There was uh, a lot of growth for uh, Bo-Katan, like, the story of it. Yeah. Um, but... I told you, I called it, I told you Bo-Katan was going to take a leadership role. I, I know, totally you, called that one. you were saying that, because I was sitting there talking about how it was going to be Din Djarin and Grogu, but I, uh-huh. I was like, I, I can't see it. I don't see that they would give it to Bo-Katan because it's called the Man. Uh, yeah, they're they're both the Mandalorian. Yeah, but they're all Mandalorian. Well, kind of confusing. It's the Mandalorian, so I think of Ma- the Mandalorian, the the first, and yeah. how he he united everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't think that they would bring in somebody and call the show the Mandalorian, and you're tracking this guy the whole time, but actually. He's just now a support character. Yeah, he's just a random Mandalorian. Not like nothing special with him. Right. Besides, like, I'm kind of curious because all the other Mandalorians have like multicolored armor, mm-hmm. and he's the only one that's got the chrome. Well, um, we, right. We saw that, uh, last episode. Yeah. Where, uh, Paz Vizla, he, uh, his youngling got taken, and they share the same color. So I was curious if any of the rest of them were sharing, like, their their family units within a clan. Yeah, I, I wonder guess. if that's what it is. They have – they have because I was wondering if the color signifies something, but it doesn't really seem to be that way. It seems like a lot of the Man- the Mandalorians that were in the cave, like, they're just kind of a ragtag kind of group and they're just using whatever piece of Beskar they have around. Right. Like, and as well, it made me think that not all of it was Beskar. Yeah. So a lot of their armor is That's just a good point. Cuz uh any Din, metal they can get. 
Yeah, because Din didn't even have a full set of Beskar when we when in season one. When we first met him, no. Yeah, it wasn't until he got paid for Baby Grogu that yep. he got all that Beskar, and then he is just one solid color. Now. Yeah, uh, for the most part, his uh, thigh piece. Uh, yeah, his right. I think it says right thigh piece. Yep, is the still, only one. Still a different color there. Yeah, but now even Baby Grogu's got some Beskar, so. On his way to becoming a Mandalorian. Right? That's what I thought, was that it was going to be a story of the two of them, and they were going to conquer the Mythosaur yeah. to be able to uni- unify their people. Because he has the Darksaber. Yeah. I would think that he would learn how to use the Darksaber, or that would be part of his character arc. I think we're going to see that pretty soon. Think so? I think the Mythosaur is going to make a comeback. And so here's kind of my speculation so far. So uh, we kind of left off with Bo-Katan like, oh yeah, she walks both worlds. She gets along with the the, the maskers and the anti-maskers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, and so she's going to unite both of them. <laughs> the, and, the, the insane... Yeah, and so I think uh, in retaking her homeland, she might have to battle the Mythosaur. And I think that's where Din and Grogu are going to step in. And maybe the dark saber is going to come into play there. I don't know, right? Because that was the that was the whole thing was the the first Mandalorian. He had the dark saber because he had the Jedi training as well, and he rode the Mythosaur that everybody was worshiping, and so that's how they unified. I would think that they would use Grogu to somehow tame it because we've seen him tame beasts, yeah, of space before. Grizz, go to bed. I think your Go. your thing's a little bit quiet. Go to bed. Oh. oh, yeah, I guess it is. Is yours? No, mine mine seems to be pretty normal. But I'm also talking very loudly because I'm still like amped up from looking at the motorcycle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I as well. I guess maybe because I'm not talking right into it as well. No, you're good. Turns I think you have a quieter voice than I do. Maybe a little bit. I'm gentle. Um. <laughs> so I. Because I would think that we we saw Grogu, he used force abilities to tame other beasts and such in in Star Wars. But he, then, Din Djarin has the Darksaber, so I would think that the combination of them two would be able to unite. Whereas Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan is is a leader. She is like natural born leadership right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it makes me wonder... Do you think that Bo-Katan's going to get the Darksaber? Do you think Din's going to give it to her? The only way he could get it, she could get it from him, is through ritual combat. Oh, that's right. Right? That's right. Which I would think would, between the two of them, they would be able to have a respectful, I would say, uh, competition between the two of them. And Winner gets the Darksaber and leads the Mandalorian. I don't know if I can see that (laughs) happening, though. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Well, because he already tried to give it to her uh, in the last season. That's right. He tried That's to right. give it to her. He's like, I don't fuck it. I don't care what it is. Yeah, shove it up your ass. I don't. <laughs> I don't need it. And uh, but she didn't take it because it can only be earned from combat. Like, I wonder what classifies as combat. Like we talking like. It's a battle to the death, or can they like thumb war it out? No, know? he 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 beat Moff Gideon, and yeah. uh, Moff Gideon lived. We we saw that this episode as well, mm-hmm. but he beat Moff Gideon and and left him alive to stand trial. Okay, and uh, yeah, they. It's kind of funny. Are you are you big into Harry Potter lore at all? 
quite the bit. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of like the Elder Wand. A little Except bit, Except yeah. you don't have to kill the person. You you just have to disarm them. Yeah. That's all it was. Okay. Oh, but, yeah, that's I right. mean, for and Harry Potter. just expel Yarmus, uh, Moff Gideon. That's all it was. Yeah. And then, he, and then he pinned him and was like, don't move, I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. As simple as that. Yeah, that's a good point. The but, Elder Darksaber. So we also saw, yeah, Moff Gideon, a little bit of uh, tie-ins to him. Well, we didn't see him directly. But uh, we saw that agent... Or uh, what, what? What's her name? The one bitch we saw from like episode three. She was in this. She was a uh, Empire trooper, and oh, I know, uh, like L G sixty eight or something like G68, that. G sixty eight. Yeah, what's her face that turned up the dial on um on uh, Doctor Pershing? Yep. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. We we saw her. She came back. And she did come back. Was automatically spotted for being a Imperial. Converter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. That that scene right there cracks me up because it's just such political bullshit that we see on the regular kind of thing where he's like, oh, I want to send support for your friend, but uh, they're not part of the, the listing here. We don't got them in our mail list, so we can't help them out. Yeah. Bummer. They should join so they can get all the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So this takes place in between the uh, Revenge of the Sith. Episode three and episode four, yeah. Or sorry, no, uh, I'm I'm mistaken. It takes place after episode six. Does and it? For some reason, I was thinking it was mm-hmm. episode three. Episode six and episode seven. Okay. Oh, that's right. In between yeah, yeah, those yeah. sagas. I got sorry. you. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> following the continuation of that, so this really shows how the first order, because Kylo Ren and Snoke just came out of nowhere underneath uh, their nose. Yeah. And started battling them for the the galaxy again. Mm -hmm. So it shows that their political bullshit just let this fester and grow underneath them. I see. Yeah? It's interesting because you can see kind of like the seeds of discontentment being sown a little bit in in the New Republic. Right. And and as well, it's just them following in some footsteps and saying, no, we're doing it for equality now kind of shit. But then the... So the Empire had fallen after Episode 6, and then by Episode 7, there was a First Order, and this one really explains where that came from. So, kind of thing. Um, changing topics just a little bit here, Yeah. what do you think of that plot twist? Which one? Okay, are you big with memes at all? I, I follow a few. Okay, so I you know, like, years ago, like, back when The Hobbit first came out, Thor Oakenshield, the, did I not say that you would be a burden? That you would not survive in the wild, and you would have no place amongst us. I've never been so wrong in my life. That one? <laughs> yeah. I like, remember. Paz Vizsla did one of those, where, <laughs> <laughs> where he's like, why should we be asked to lay down our lives again? Because we are Mandalorians! <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch, you got us. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> Ma- major twist. I was a bit confused, because I was like, you guys just left off last episode, yeah. and you were buddies. He yeah, sa- he just literally saved your son. He saved your kid's life, and now yeah. you're going to be like, well, I'm not going to risk my life for his. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I guess yeah, in no season one, moment. he already he already uh, risked it for Grogu. Yeah. Whatever. It's Grogu. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Died for Grogu. They had they had some cool lines. They had some cool lines in this one. I take down. I write quotes every now and then, and so I uh. took down this one. Grief was talking to to Mando, and he's like, "They got you outnumbered ten to one." And Mando's like, "I like those odds." <laughs> <laughs> that that was uh, from 
first season as well. Maybe the first episode where the stormtrooper had, they all pinned Mando in the room and he's like, we've got you outnumbered. I think it was like four or five to one. Yeah. Yeah. I like the mods. God, he's so fucking cool. The aerial fighting that they had, the dog fight, it was fucking awesome. I was a bit confused though because of the number of people that they saved from this city that was being bombed. Mm -hmm. It didn't look like enough people to run a city. Of that caliber. That didn't look like very many yeah. people, right? It, it looked like maybe like 20, 30 people. And then like you pan out and then the city was like a pretty decent size. Right. Like a couple hundred. Yeah. At least. think that there'd be like a few, like maybe a few thousand. Yeah. There. Higher, higher hundred, lower thousands. Yeah. yeah it was, it was kind of ones. Yeah. I, 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 whatever. I digress. I want to uh, proposition you with a business offer. Okay. I thought you were going to go okay. somewhere else. Nope. It's like, I'm already excited. I'm ready to go. Oh, you don't know where <laughs> I'm going with this. Let's get some 3D printers okay. and start making some Bo-Katan 3D lingerie. Dude, to I'm sell. all for it. Right? Let's see. 3D printers. 3D printed lingerie. <laughs> 800 bucks. Worth it. Really? I, I've... I've seen some of them uh, like down to three hundred. I see one for two fifty. Oh, one eighty nine. There we go. Ender three three D printer resume printing function. What? You would three D print a resume? Where's that resume? It's probably resume. Anyways, I'm down. Are we gonna like wear the lingerie and sell it like kind of dirty? There's a market for that. Oh, I'm. I mean, I could make some like Mandalorian. Uh, some Dinjarin. Ah. I don't know. So like three D printed is it, best car? Is it lingerie when men wear it? Like a three D printed Mandalorian best car banana hammock. Okay, so there is lingerie made for three D. Yeah. But you know what? That very well could be the cup size that mm. I'm thinking of. Ah, that's true. But but none of them are Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars lingerie. You're just going to see Princess I, Leia. I, I got to make sure that I have a niche about this. <laughs> okay, so they do use 3D printed models to make Slave Leia bras. Damn it. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? That checks out. But not Bo-Katan. I don't, I don't uh, we could start a Bo-Katan line. I mean, she is ginger. Right? There's I'm just saying, for that. there's a lot There's a lot for, for us to make. That's all. Okay, well, MDC lingerie coming soon, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) There is a market for it, is what I'm saying. Both dirty and clean. We'll appease all flavors. (laughs) Next, I'll sell my bath water. Whoa. (laughs) First, I will take a bath. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you think of that, um, the Mandalorian versus pirate combat scene? In which part? The. Not the stuff in the sky, but on the ground. Oh, that's right, with the. All the Mandalorians trying to uh, see the oncoming ambush. Yeah. I was a bit thrown off because that little fucking monkey rat thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're sentient. Like, they, they have cognitive thought and everything. That did throw me off, too. I was like, what the hell? A monkey's they talking? Can, they can speak to them. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're going to eat you. You're delicious. I that That's the only thing that was keeping my attention to this. And then secondly, uh, the armorer going up there and she... The armorer, yeah. I was like, where the fuck did she come from? She wasn't on either ship. I expected nothing less from her, though. Like, right? Killing those dudes with a hammer. That was intense. That, that was pretty dope. But, they Everybody has guns except for the armorer. Yeah. I thought, I thought guns were their religion. 
That's true. He said that in the first I, season. I think weapons are their religion. Weapons. Guns are part. But she only used tools. She did. Well, so she had a hammer. That's a tool, dude. It could also be a weapon. Like a battle hammer. Yeah, a battle hammer. That wasn't a battle hammer. That was a smithing hammer. I guess. I don't know. She used that as a weapon. It was an assault hammer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> guns Guns are tools. Hammers are weapons. But I gotta say, um, I was paying attention. They actually did a pretty good job moving. Like, uh, moving kind of tactically. Like, there were as a couple, a like... Moments yeah. where they were like not so good, but like overall they did a decent job. And one thing though that I caught that caught my eye was Paz Vizsla. He was like, "All clear, advance!" Mm-hmm. After the turret dude got taken out, right? And then they advanced, and it was definitely not all clear. <laughs> nope, they were they 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 were taken over, but yeah, yeah, they were pinned down by the turret guy. But we get to see now that they they ha- they get to have a home. So they sat there and fought for this little plot of land on uh, here, and now they're going to go back to Mandalore. Yeah. They're going to go and reclaim that. So they went from living in the sewers to living in a cave to earning a plot of land to be like, mm, we don't like that. We're going to go back home. They, they could have – couldn't they have gone home, like sent out a scout a long time ago? I want to know why don't the Mandalorians have a ship? Well, and then two, were they being hunted? I don't know if they were being hunted, but I know that they didn't want to go back home because they thought that it was like toxic or something along those lines. They did, but all it took was a scout with a a drone. Yeah, that's all, all it, took. it took. Was uh, Din needed to I mean, take a, a bath, <laughs> a ship, yeah, as well. But they that that's as hard as it was yeah well they had two ships that we saw here they had a uh, din ship and then they also had um the the transport ship yeah but that that's bo ship yeah that wasn't their ship so, so i guess cu- they don't how do they get to tatooine that's a good holy shit how did they get to tatooine was din Djarin from tatooine when when he was a so. child and abducted no i don't think so when the droids attacked um that's a good question for google uh, Din Djarin was born on planet Akvatina. He was orphaned as a result of an attack on his home planet during the Clone Wars. He was rescued from the attack by Mandalorian warrior and raised as a foundling in the Mandalorian Kareem. So, so they were able to get to him, bring him back to wherever they were. Because, I don't know, I'm so fucking confused I know. Now. I'm very confused with the whole, like, Mandalorian planet. They're, like, what's the deal there? Yeah, it, they were saying that it was toxic because they bombed the shit out of it and everything. Yeah. But I'm not going back into that. They could have sent a scout. But they didn't have any sense of travel. No way to travel. They were living in sewers and then went and moved to a cave. Nobody was hunting them. Mm-hmm. I think they just wanted to live in, like, seclusion type of thing. <sighs> Because Din had had a line where he said, like, maybe the Mandalorian children can play in the sun again. Or the suns again, or whatever. There's a lot of planets out there that I wouldn't yeah. say are exactly habitated or populated. Yeah. But they decided to just go live in a cave. I don't know, man. I don't That's a tough one. Got some questions. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll find out a little bit more about that later. What did you think about the little, uh, the, the ending there? Finding that, uh, Moff Gideon's transport, prison transport ship being yeah. attacked. And Very it looked like the Mandalorians had a, had attacked that. Ooh, so. you think so? They're causing some drama? No, I think it was, uh, those, what were those stormtroopers that Luke Skywalker showed up 
and slash the shit out of them. The robotic, the droid ones. I know what you're talking about, but I cannot think of the name. Because they were uh, Beskar, weren't they? Were they? Probably not Beskar. Maybe. Hmm. But I would I would suspect that he had a couple of those in his back pocket. Yeah. But then as well, I would think it was, uh, what's that one bitch? Bo-Katan. Um, no, not Bo-Katan. The one that's working with the new uh, order. Oh, G68, L72, whatever her number is. Number, yeah. number, dash, dash, yeah. letter. Yeah. Uh, her, because she's a double agent, somehow, for somebody. Maybe she like... I think she's a Moff Gideon agent. Yeah. And they sick those droid troopers. Do you think the Beskar piece was planted to point fingers at the Mandalorians? Or do you think maybe the Mandalorians might have actually taken? No, I'd say it was uh, to point fingers at the Mandalorians because he paid Mando with Beskar. So he's got it laying around. That's true. That is true. You know he didn't just give all of the Beskar to him. Yeah. Right? Like... Who'd keep some some in reserves? The fucking Imperius. Imperius cars. (laughs) Damn... Easterge. Um I'm I'm excited to see where this one goes. I wanted to show more of how the the first order is going to develop. Yeah. As well. I have a lot of questions. Because there's gonna be more seasons, right? Um yeah. I don't know how many seasons they're signed on for. Oh my goodness. Yeah, let's see. You're filling in a lot of gaps today. I I asked the questions around here. Will there be John Favreau recently confirmed that scripts for season four are already written and waiting to be shot. So there will at least be a season four, hopefully. I, we I, are hereby then expecting no less than guess how many seasons? Six more. Ten. Ten. No less than ten seasons of The Mandalorian. Ten. ten. Oh my gosh! Uh, this was. It looks like. Is 10 too many? I mean... Is is 10 too many? Because shows that ran 10 seasons, Smallville, Supernatural, The Walking Dead, a lot of dying out there by the end. Yeah. I The the Flash, they just got into season 9? The Flash needs to stop. They were done right? after season 2. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh man, please don't... I hope they don't overdo that. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping as well. So, we'll see. I mean, there, there's a lot of potential in Star Wars. It's it's all about if they, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting to the point where we talked about this before, but as well, Liam Neeson, he was talking about it. He played Qui-Gon Jinn. Yep. And he was talking about how it, Star Wars is just getting way too diluted. Oh here. my God, I am dumb. That was Liam Neeson. It was. Holy cow. You didn't know that? Did you know he played Zeus? As well, he's played. Yo, I, I didn't know that very, he played Zeus. He's some very powerful people. Yeah, I just, I yeah, no, that's what. How did I not make that connection? Yeah, I mean, it's been it was, so long since I've seen the Star Wars movies. I it, think I'm doing. He for was a there for a whole movie kind yeah. of thing, so it wasn't like the three of them kind of deal, and they didn't really mention him a whole lot afterwards. Yeah, uh, moving forward, but he was talking about how it was just getting way too diluted, and I can't help but agree because there's so much of like oh there's an easter egg of this character to that part there and he was also in this show and he played in this movie here Mm. kind of thing where they have so much that they could be expanding what i really look forward to we're seeing that they released that there's going to be a new movie to come out like 200 years before the sagas 
So that way it shows the Jedi's at their prime. Like, they are peak Alpha Universe shit. That that I'm excited for. Because there's so much lore to the Star Wars that yeah. they're like, no, we, we can only focus on the Rebellion and the Rise of the Empire. And now how the First Order grew underneath the the blues now yeah i see that that's the thing there's like you and i were talking about this there's a lot of remakes recently there's a lot of spin-offs a lot of just sequel uh, on sequel a lot of sequel on sequel exactly but i think that if they do like with lord of the rings and the new movies coming out if they do it right i i'm gonna be beyond excited I, i'm i'm thrilled for that if they do it right there there's so much more shit to make movies yeah about. And shows, but it scares me. If 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 we get the the type of cash grab that Marvel's displaying, then they're just going to ruin an entire franchise. It it also feels quite, for the most part, Disney fied, too. I think that's a good way to describe it. Lots of Disney to it. It's a very good way to describe it. Speaking of sequels and such, what should we talk about next? Sequels. We've got Shazam and John Wick that we've watched. I got a friend that wants to be on John Wick potentially, maybe third time's the charm, and then let's do uh, let's do Shazam next. All right. Well, we'll chat later about Shazam Two: Fury of the Gods. This has been MDC. We just talked about The Mandalorian, Chapter Twenty One, The Pirate. Catch us next week for more. Later. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> This has been MDC Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell Grandma. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Let us hear what we should do next down in the comments. Nimure, you dorks.